You're listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Allison Klein. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alzenira. Eoch Taniyap. Kwiget Yuans Kwiensna. Hi, everybody. My name is Kwiget Yuans. I'm a member of the Squamish Nation and the Yagalanis Clan of the Haida Nation. You're listening to Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. We live, work, play, and broadcast from the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh Nations. This episode is all about Tanya Aganaba, who is a singer-songwriter in Vancouver. Their music is amazing. I saw them at the Push Festival, and I've seen them at the Gathering Place with their all-access pass. They rock it every time. It's one of my favorite places to be at. It's a good time every time. (laughs) It is a good time every time. But before that, let's put on our theme song, Possibilities by Key Sarah.
The song you just heard is Possibilities by Key Sarah. Key Sarah is a mother-daughter duo from Ontario, and the daughter who is singing is on the autism spectrum. You're listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alison this episode is going to be about Kanye Aganaba and their music. You should go check them out. Mm-hmm. Please do. Thank you so much, Kanye. It's my it's my pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, great to be here and great to be supporting radio, which is like a lost art form. Uh, I always wanted to be a radio DJ when I was a kid. Had a short stint. Um, and yeah, always looked at it really um, with a lot of love. So thanks CFRO for still being around. Off the bat, what inspires you to make music and rap and write music? Uh, okay. Um, well, everything inspires me to write music and to sing and to play around with rhymes and Um, I find all of life has something to teach me or to be explored on a deeper cellular level. Um, Obviously, I'm super inspired by love uh, because I love it and I want it. But I'm also um, inspired by and take a lot of um, material from the harder parts of life, the parts that are you know, lonely or that are more unseen than seen. So yeah, I'm inspired by everything. I'm also inspired by my family, my friends, and my animals are silly and, and, you know, little bits and bobs of songs come out from just interacting with them. So everything. I saw that while listening to your music at the Push Festival and how you brought your daughter in and you had your friend help with backup vocals Mm. as well. Yeah, it's a family affair, my my whole musical thing. My family is super involved. My partner was on stage with me at Push Festival when you saw me. My kid was there too. Um, Although they were so mad at me and they were like, I can't believe you pulled me on stage. We were fighting. I'm like, yeah, perfect time to pull you on stage. And then um, my other partner, Aaron, uh, has for for years played drums in my band. And uh, yeah, we just, um, you know, all muck in. We all really like spending time together, making music together. And yeah, I'm lucky that way. I I love sharing it with them. Sharing the music with yeah. your family and yeah. passing tradition down as well. Well... Yeah, in a way. I mean, in my family, on my my dad's side, my dad is a oh, I won't say he's a horrible singer, but he's not meant for, he's not meant for singing. You know, he's a doctor, and he's like, just do the doc, do the doctoring, dad. And then on my mom's side, um, I don't know if there are any singers per se, but so it's not like even that it was um, something that we uh, that we all do, but from my generation, my older sister, myself, my little brother, my little sister, we all play piano. We all took music lessons and sing. And so I'm sure that our kids will will all do that too. But my kid is phenomenally gifted at anything they do. It's so annoying. Do you hate that when you see someone so gifted and everything? Yeah, I have to try really hard, really hard to get these squeaks and squawks out. 
And they do it effortless, effortlessly with just like, ooh, I'm like, okay, 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 I see you. Mm, what's it like to be young? <laughs> oh, I have a brother who has an academic brain like no other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, we all have to figure out eventually where our smarts are, right? Like, not all of us are meant for academia. I sure didn't think I was, but I then found out as an adult, like untreated ADHD, like, of course, you're not very good at school. This is an environment that's not made for you. But put me in a space where I have the tools and the support to to do the learning and I I can succeed. I can excel just like everybody else can. We just need the right um, uh, Goldilocks conditions, let's say. The right environment. Exactly. And being on stage, it's the right condition. That's for me. It's my favorite place to be. It's the one place where I actually understand everything that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I know what my voice can do. I know what the music is going to sound like approximately sometimes if I'm playing with a band. But like, it's pretty predictable. Like, this is my realm. Put me in, you know, a court of law. Eh. Yeah. you're going to jail just no i'm just kidding <laughs> we all have our our realms but it's that's the place where i feel comfortable but i'm really grateful because the pandemic i think offered us all um in a way like an opportunity to think about other aspects of ourselves that we hadn't let come to the the surface yet or um, hadn't had the opportunity or the time or the space or the money or the whatever to um, focus on. But um, for me, it was about writing and um, about being more involved in my community and organizing and stuff like that. So very grateful that um, I'm finding other realms in which to exist where I feel just as capable. And I think you found it uh, having that. And I saw that as well with doing the festival route, theater festival, or any type of art festivals as well. Mm -hmm. It's magic. Mm, yeah. Theater festivals, stages, anything to do with the live performance is so electrifying. Because as, as, as much as I just said, it's very predictable. It's so unpredictable anything could happen the lights could go out like the speakers could explode anything could go down uh but yeah it's a lot of fun i love it i love it too and i was able to the night that i saw you perform at push i was a volunteer for push festival as a sighted guide so Some. i brought two friends over who are both blind and they were able to experience the performance just as much as i could Yes, that's awesome. I'm so glad. I am so grateful that people finally have one clue about what it means to provide access. Like, ugh, in some ways, it's like the smallest thing. And I'm just like, how did you not think about that? And then there are other ways in which I'm like, okay, as, a, as an able-bodied person, I can understand why you would never think about that. But that's the... That, right? That's the issue. Like able-bodied people get to decide everything. And it's just a sweet, sweet little, you know, bits of joy when I see things like that, like what you're saying, like people are starting to hear finally 
mm. people are starting to hear and see and recognize access yeah. for exactly. everyone. Exactly. Those with physical disabilities, those who have cognitive disabilities, mm-hmm. everyone. I mean, every single one of us is just waiting to be disabled if we're not already. So I I think that like baking it into everything we do from the onset, just like everything else, like we bake in things that we don't want to see. Like we don't want to see people discriminating around gender, right? So we're like, let's make sure that we're not basing our decisions on gender. Just like we don't want to exclude people based on their abilities. Like let's provide for as many abilities as humanly possible, all the ones we can think of at least. And moving, starting there is like, that's cool. Moving forward, I think that's that's a really good rule to have. But, you know, slowly but surely, uh, I I hope, I hope in the future that will be where the, the starting starting point, right? It is the starting point. Yeah. There's just so much to unpack. Yeah. And I'm not a politician, so I I don't have control over the levers of power, but I do have control over like the environment that I that I have in my home and like the things that I choose to do, the places I choose to be at. Um, I can think about how to um, choose places or behave in my home in a way that makes it accessible to as many people as possible. And like, yeah, it's a personal, it's, yes, it's an institutional thing, but it's also, you know, our personal choices we, we make every day to make access for others to make access for others yeah and that builds community to provide access for others hell yeah hell yeah some people want to be alone with no friends and i get that like overstand people can be awful but um the more i look around my community especially now um as we experience continue to experience covid i more and more people that i know are you know they're awake now to disability in a different way. Like, you know, my, for example, my partner, they were pretty healthy before actually the, one of them just fittest, like, Oh, I'm going to walk 25 K a day kind of person. That was his job. And then after um, getting long COVID his entire understanding of the way that the world works has shifted. And he's like, Oh, this is what you were getting at. And I'm like, yeah, uh, welcome to the party almost. Not welcome to the party, but like, yeah, solidarity, solidarity with you. Because as much as I do not wish for anybody to have long COVID, I am mighty aware that millions and millions of people around the world do. And there's, uh, there's only so long that this the state, the feds, the whatever can ignore that. Um, yeah, so solidarity with all disabled people around the world, especially those of you who are just joining us. Like I'm, I'm sending you love and sending you care, and hoping that you don't have the same rubbish experience I had on my way in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's great because um, the the crypt community is real strong, and folks know. Um, how to care for each other and care for um, themselves. We, we've been doing that. We've been doing that. So just like, yeah, 
welcome to the party. <laughs> welcome to the party. Finally. Yeah. It's a party. It is a party. I have way more fun, honestly, now. Yeah. Before we get into break, what song would you want the listener to hear of yours? Um, I have a song that's called My Dove. And I choose this song because anybody who knows me or even has hung about me a little bit knows that I give everyone a pet name. Sugar buns, cutie pie, lumpkin, pumpkin, could be anything. But one of my favorites um, is my dove. And my one of my best friends in the world is the one who started calling me dove. And Every time I say it or every time I bestow that name upon someone, um, it's done with such love and care and kindness and remembrance. And uh, yeah, I want everybody to feel a little bit of that. So here is my dove. Go check it out. My dove, my 
The song you just heard is My Dove by Kanye Aganaba. Don't go anywhere because there will be more on the self-advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. Hey, Jim, did you know you can adopt a show for less than $20? Really? So does that mean for 100 bucks I could adopt a whole month? Yeah, and if you're cheap, you can choose February and just pay 80 bucks. Vancouver Cooperative Radio. CFRO 100.5 FM. You're listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Allison Klein. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Mira. This episode is about Kanye Aganaba and their music, which is amazing. Seeing them live is even more amazing. Turning the tables a little, because February is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And when I saw you live performing at the Push Festival, I saw yeah. you sing a song with your daughter that was originally a Nigerian folk song. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> and this song so- is so funny. I love it. <laughs> it was so funny. And your daughter also helped the audience sing it oh yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that must have been so much fun to, to I, turn the table the audience well here's the thing i love to be able to play a good a good practical joke <laughs> i guess i'll call it that and i love roping my kid into it as well because they know what's coming and um i just enjoy uh, I enjoy, honestly, the opportunity to um, show folks a little bit about um, the ways in which my aunties cared for me, um, the ways in which they wanted me to have confidence in myself and not allow myself to be bullied, and the ways that they would um, use song and story to um, empower us as kids. Like, the whole story of the song is... Uh, it goes, if you eat that pepe, you go, I'm not going to tell what that means, right? Because you have to come to the show. But what I will say is that it's a song that kids use to to snap back or to slap back or to clap back at bullies on the playground. So if people are bullying you, specifically around race, but around anything it could be, this is a song that my aunt's uh, ants would uh, encourage us to sing back. And then, of course, being raised in England or uh, in northern BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, there was nobody who could speak Yoruba. There was nobody who could clap back to what I was saying. So, you know, ultimately, I would just win every argument because how do you fight with that? But little did folks know that, like, the clap back was, it's hilarious <laughs> and very real. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. I love that song. It's a new thing that I started doing um, and incorporating, especially love to incorporate with my, like I said, like you said, with with my kid, because um, we didn't, we both didn't grow up speaking our um, language. My dad's language is, well, my dad's Ija, but mostly spoke Yoruba as a kid. He's from Nigeria. My mom is from Zimbabwe, originally speaking Shona and She's in Dao, that's the name of our tribe. But like we didn't we didn't get that stuff. So any little bit that I get 
now. I'm super excited to share it with other people and really excited to share it with my kid. So yeah, that's a good part of the show. <laughs> it was a really good part of the show. And here I am going, oh, this is cool. And then, oh. Coming back to give the definition. Hey, <laughs> normally I give the definition before I leave, but I completely forgot that time. It was so good. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. Well, you know what? The crowds, the crowd, I should say, at that show particularly were extremely good sports. And they always are. I've only had a problem one at one show. Um, well, I couldn't help that they were offended. That's all I have to say about that. They leave it, they leave leave it there. Sorry. Because... Sorry about it. <laughs> it was so nice because you were able to show family tradition with the singing and a national folk song. Mm. from nigeria with mm -hmm. the audience and we don't hear that often in bc or in canada i wouldn't go so far as to say i mean i guess it's a folk song it's like it would be like uh liar or liar liar pants on fire like something like that like, like uh, i don't know what the word for that is but it is like a folk song it's something that you isn't i'm not an idiom but or something something that is in popular lexicons in popular language yeah. that people just um you know nobody knows where it came from who said it who, who, uh, who, yeah nobody knows although i had a show recently where i started singing it and somebody in the audience was from an, another region in the same country where my father's from and they were like i know a different version and they said the different version to me and i was like like it's so mind-blowing so even even depending where you're from in nigeria um you will have a different version of that song which is like ah so exciting i love it it's very cool that is so cool to hear those regional variations mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i'm kind of on a mission a little bit i'm like do i go on a journey to find out all of the different versions i don't know that's a rabbit hole for another day but i might I might <laughs> to find out the whole variation of the mm -hmm. same song. Yeah, that'd be fun. What's another song you would want the listener to hear? I think that another song I would choose is "Make This House a Home," um, mainly because it's um, it's probably the one song I cry the most in when I perform play it and live i didn't play it at the show that you were at allison the last show that you were at but um it's really um a love song about needing a home <laughs> i uh, my partner and i were desperately looking for housing and it was so hard we were separated at the time he was up north um tree planting i was here alone recovering from a car accident and I was so lonely and I missed him so much. And we, I knew we were going to have to move. And I just wished and wished and wished and wished that we would find anywhere. And I was like, if we find somewhere, I'll do all the work of making it a home. Just like, give me a house to live in. Give me a house to make a home. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> so go check this song out. Make this house a home.
song you just heard is Make This House a Home, Panier, Aganaba. Don't go anywhere because there will be more on The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. Howdy, folks. Tune in every Sunday afternoon from 4 to 5.30 for What the Folk, singer-songwriters, deep folk, roots music. It's all folk music. Sundays from 4 to 5.30 p.m. right here on Vancouver Co-op Radio, 100.5 FM and www.coopradio.org. listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Allison Klein. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Mira. This episode is all about Tanya Aganaba, who is a singer-songwriter from Vancouver. I've seen them perform live twice now. Amazing <laughs> music. What have been some of the more difficult parts of performing and writing and making music? Before I was diagnosed with MS, so pre-2015, I would say that the hardest part of performing was staying sober. Um, Because I really, really, really struggled with my sobriety before that point. Um. I had been sober for a couple of years once I was diagnosed with MS, which felt somehow rude. I was like, I've just, I've just crossed a gigantic Rubicon. You know what I mean? I've just managed to stay sober for two years. I'm like, mom, yep, MS diagnosis. I think the hardest part after that was being able to trust that my body could handle slash um yeah handle um the stresses of performance like um ms means that i don't always have um like full strength on one side of my body so if i'm trying to hold a microphone say in in the hand that's not super strong i can't always trust that like i'm gonna hold on to that microphone or i can't trust that my balance will be consistent um and then the worst one as of late is i cannot trust my memory i take a some pretty pretty intense medications for me it's not a big deal now because i've taken them for a while but like they're pretty intense medications and one of the uh the more difficult side side effects to deal with is memory loss. And for as me as a singer, uh, I'm sure you can imagine that forgetting my lyrics is half, it's like set 90% of the job <laughs> is singing the song. So um, yeah, that's been really hard to um, come to grips with, but I don't care anymore. If my memory fails on stage, it's embarrassing for a, about a split second. And then I remember 
to put things into perspective and be like, anyone who holds it against me that my memory has just failed in front of you on stage, anyone who thinks anything bad about me because of that is actually a ghoul. And they don't even deserve to hear any notes from my mouth, let alone the correct lyrics. So I, that has been, it's been tough to come to terms with that one, but I, something shifted in me uh, last summer where I had a really, a really like huge example of that happening to me. Big stage, Granville, Granville in Georgia, the whole streets blocked off. It's the, it's the whole, it's just a big to do city of Vancouver is putting on this party and I am there hundreds of people in front of me and I cannot remember a single lyric to any single one of the songs that I've been singing for a decade or more. It was madness. I didn't know what to do. So I just cried. I just cried and screamed into the microphone. <laughs> it was terrifying. But um, eventually people in the audience understood what was going on. And they were like, the ones who knew my songs sang them back to me. So I would remember the lyrics and I would be able to like jump. It was really ended up being a beautiful, beautiful experience. But um, at first, very, very destabilizing and nerve wracking. But yeah. Was very nerve wracking. Oh yeah. I wanted to throw up. I wanted to cry more. I wanted to throw the mic down on the ground and be angry. And then I also realized that like, do you remember um, last summer when this, it was really smoky, like very, very smoky. And there were all these advisories, like don't go out, don't write. So that was the day that I was playing an outdoor show, Granville in Georgia. And I was screaming and crying because I'm looking at the horizon from up above Granville in Georgia. I can see all the way down and the smoke is like, it's, so visible and it's scary looking. And I was like, I cannot believe that you have us out here singing. Like, I can't believe you have us out here sweating and performing. It's a, it's an advisory. There's a, an air quality advisory right now. I'm an artist that has disabilities. Thank gosh for me in that moment, respiratory function was not one of them. Although long COVID now it is part of my thing that I had going on, but I was so devastated for a bunch of different reasons. But um, yeah, ever since that time, um, having it fail so badly, uh, I was like, there's, it, it doesn't, what can I, what can get worse than that? Other than like me peeing on stage on myself, that would be <laughs> really bad. That you would know? be the most embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. So once that happened, and I think that that, for any musician or artist, whatever, that is actually one of our biggest fears, forgetting the lyrics completely, have going just gap, gapping out or whatever. But it's happened to me and I survived it. In fact, somebody came up to me after the show and said, great show. And I was like, okay. Wow. Either you weren't listening or you're very generous. Either one, I don't mind. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take him. I'll take him. For a fan who, hey, I'm here to listen to this artist. Yeah. And that sounded like it was just a sing back almost. Oh my gosh. My dove, it was so 
It was so cute. My little buddies came up to the front and they're just like, you're a villain and you know it. I'm like, oh, thanks, pal. Thanks. Yeah, that's the that's the right thing to do when you see somebody struggling. When you don't just stand there. And I feel like that's a thing about Vancouver that I really don't like is that Vancouver is the kind of place that will watch you struggle and will just watch you and be like, oh, oh my, oh. And you're like, cool, thanks for the lifeline or whatever the hell. Um, yeah, um, and I that's another reason why I cling so desperately to the folks that I know who are also disabled, who are also experiencing the same as me because we don't throw each other away like that. You know what I mean? We don't do that to each other. So we look out for one another. And if someone is having a really bad symptom day, we just kind of move in. Yeah, exactly. And there's no questions asked. There's no la la la. I owe you one or you owe me one. It's like not about that. We don't owe each other. We survive because of each other and with each other. Yeah. And for each other. Mm. What's one last song you want the listener to hear. The last song that I will pick is going to be Do It Sweetly. Do It Sweetly. And it's a good one to go out on because I struggle sometimes to be sweet. I look around me and I see people acting in ways that makes me very frustrated, very frustrated. And then I remember that we are existing in times where information is coming from all angles. People are scared. People don't have what they need. People are desperate. And when you are in a position like that, um, anything that you can cling on to, to provide hope, to provide a sense of community, um, you will cling to that. Luckily for me, I'm my uh, the things I cling to are awesome and wholesome. And we are caring for each other and loving each other. But there are other folks who I cannot fault in any way, shape, or form who hold on to other things. And those things are dangerous for some of the people that I love and care for the most, including my own self. It's hard to walk around the world and be nice. (laughs) You know, it's hard. Yes. But I know that me being a mean person is not helpful all the time. It's good to stand up and fight when it's time to fight, but when it's time to be sweet and be kind and give people grace and give people latitude and forgive and have patience, um, sometimes I need reminders. And uh, (laughs) I think we could all do with a reminder. So this is it, this is it, do it sweetly. So go check, do it sweetly. so
called struggle, call it strife. It seems pathetic and trite. Excite me, follow me down. Put love in my mouth and open me wide. Be yellow inside me, follow me down. Put love in my mouth and open me wide. Be yellow inside me, so sweet
The song you just heard is Do It Sweetly by Kanye Aganaba. Don't go anywhere because there will be more on the self-advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. Sitting at home, flicking through your Spotify, wishing for something new. Pop on over to Bandcamp right now and search for Vancouver Co-op Radio. From there, you can see our three albums, Anthems from the Alley, Volumes 1 and 2, and From Pigeon Park to Wall Street, all available for streaming and purchase. Do you dig all three? Buy all of them for a discounted price of $15. Explore folk, alternative, progressive rock, art rock, experimental, blues, poetry, and world music. Go to Bandcamp right now and find us at Vancouver Co-op Radio. You're listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alison Mira. Right now, I'm talking with Tanya Aganaba, who is a singer-songwriter from Vancouver. They talk about whole bunch of amazing things like living with a disability being of african descent because it's black history month we have to remember that and just about all of those intersections of being a parent and singing and performing and bringing in life experiences all into one yeah it's messy <laughs> it's messy <laughs> it's messy and messy before we get your contact info and how to find your music, what's one hope you have for the future for the disability community and the arts community? That's a good question. One of the hopes, because I have a whole list of hopes, but one hope that I have in the future for the disability and the arts community which is the same community. (laughs) I really hope that those two communities will realize that they are in one community. And those who are disabled and, and artists will have the support of those who are not yet disabled and artists, because we, we have to get it into our heads that like, this is not an issue. Disability is not an issue what we can escape. It's an issue that is every single where, no matter where you turn, you are, uh, you're coming up against somebody who is experiencing themselves disability or in their frame of reference or influence their family. And we as artists have such an incredible opportunity to model correctly to the rest of the world through the things that we create, through our songs, through our paintings, through our collages, through our collaborations, disabled artists and non-disabled artists. We we have a way, we have ways of, we have ways of making you believe, right? There's a quote by an, um, a writer named Tony Cade Bambara, unfortunately passed away now, but in the spirit of Black History Month, incredible Black author um, and organizer, And she always used to say, it is the role of the artist to make the revolution irresistible. And I I really think that it's actually the role of disabled artists to make the revolution irresistible because the way that we do things is irresistible. 
who doesn't want to look around and be like, I'm loved? Like, yeah, my community is like that. Who doesn't want to like be a part of the kind of community that's going to like organize a meal train and it's not even a thing? Nobody's even, we're not even going to make a question of like, who's doing what and la la la. No, no, no. We are well versed in this. Mutual aid is like water to, <laughs> to yeah. us. Yeah. So we I'm take like, care of one another. exactly. So my hope and prayer is that we will all realize that we're one community and that we will um, use the the things that we have access to, to like communicate that in a beautiful way, but also to live it and be, to live our values um, loudly and wide open. Because I think that's the only way that anything really changes is people look at you and they say, you look happy. Like, what's that? And you're like, I'm not being a D-I-C-K. It's because we're taking care of one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not only taking care of one another, we're making music in reflection of what's happening around us. Exactly. To create more allies. Exactly. Create more allies, make bridges across the world, around the world. Like right now, especially seeing everything that is happening globally, but specifically right now in Palestine and thinking about the disabled activists and organizers there who are trying to do all kinds of work. And also thinking about disabled activists and organizers here who are doing incredible work to care for folks in Palestine. I'm so in love with my people. It's so cute. Like, we're so rad. (laughs) We're so rad. Um, Yeah. So we have a lot to learn from each other. People have a lot, lot, lot to learn from us. And if they will um, stop thinking they have all the answers and be in a learning, a position of learning, then I'm sure we will all come together and share our wisdom. But in the way that things are organized right now, um, able-bodied people tend to take up all of the room. And even those of us who are out here with um, invisible disabilities like myself, like we have a tendency to take up all the room as well. So I hope that um, each of us with our privilege can find ways to like, just lift up folks who are not as loud and as rash and as rude as me. <laughs> yep, to lift up voices of others. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's so many folks who are doing amazing work. Shout out Masks, Masks for East Ban as a number of human beings that I know and love who are doing something so, and have been hustling so hard throughout the whole pandemic and ongoing to make sure that folks have access to what they need, um, specifically masks, um, as we continue to move through this, you know, this experience. And although some people would like to say that it's over, we all know that, I mean, those of us with disabilities know it's not over. over. Like yeah. we know it's not over. Our lives are still, ooh, we're still doing a thing, but. Um, yeah, it's things like that, um, initiatives like that, that make me feel super hopeful and happy. And like, I know my community is going to get it. We're going to, we're going to get it. We're going to be fine. We always are. We'll take care of one another. How can the listener find you, Tanya, and find your music? You can't find me, but you can find my music. Um, my music is online. Um, you can find it and on Bandcamp. I am trying as much as possible to not spend any additional time on the internet than I need to, because I don't want to. 
I was just diagnosed bipolar like a couple months ago. And one of the things that makes me super symptomatic is worrying about the internet and worrying about what I'm doing on the internet. So I'm trying not to do that. If you care about me and you care about music and you care about my life, then please be happy for me that I'm doing that. So yeah, find me on Bandcamp, T-O-N-Y-E-A-G-A-N-A-B-A. -A -A. That's Tanya Aganaba. I play shows intermittently. Good luck trying to find me. So go check uh, Tawny's Bandcamp out mm -hmm. and their music out there and find their show like at the Push Festival or yes. Act Festival. Okay, TanyeMusic.com. T-O-N-Y-E music.com. I think it's still a thing. I don't know. That's how I What's found it? you. Oh, well then, yes, it's a thing. Find my, web thing. Get my website, fool. We'll see you there. Thank you so much, Tony, for talking with me today. Allison, it's been such a slice. You are an angel, and I am so appreciative of you and other folks who are doing the good work of um, shining on us, disabled artists who um, kick ass. This has been The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alison Mira. If you missed any part of this show or want to listen to it again, you can find it on Spotify for podcasters or wherever you find your podcasts. To end out this show, let's put on our outro theme song, Better Miracle by Kiprios. Kiprios is a Vancouver-based rapper. Even though he doesn't have a disability, the song Better Miracle talks about having a better tomorrow, but not a miracle. Enjoy more programming, everyone. Today, my window, the sun, came through today was the day i thought i'd look to my window felt the pain that i knew the son heard about it when he came to came through good looking out i needed you today was the day that didn't need rain my window looked to me to make a change the sun rising to the occasion came through good looking out i needed you oh 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 Myself, I'm gonna be okay. Remember, back then I've come a long way. The dream may never ever be the same, but came true. Still here with you, and that'll do. I know the road I'm on is not an easy way. Remember that I will define the path I take. The dream, yeah, I'm a dreamer. What can I say? Came true. Still here with you, and that'll do. I feel it's in my fingers. I know it's in my soul now. Don't need, I don't need a miracle. Just want to get a little better. It's in my fingers, I know it's in my soul now Don't need, I don't need a miracle Just want to get a little better oh, oh. I'm not asking for a miracle oh, oh. Just want to get a little bit better
Memories so full of regret for lost time. Memories Seek to forget, never but mind. The hope, the hope ain't enough, but it's alive. And love, your love is the one to get me by my life. It's never too late to get it right. Memories Sit for my mind throughout the night. The hope helps me cope with my life. And love, your love is the one to get me by. Just want to get a little better. I feel it's in my fingers. I know it's in my soul. 